Wait a minute, Reagan. Is it is it Christmas? I mean, it it's getting close. Well I mean, look at this magnificent tree behind me. Show what us, Reagan. Better, I want to see the whole thing. What better backdrop than an LSU Christmas tree, man? I mean, look look at this thing. Look at the details. Look at that. I mean, look at this thing. <laughs> I, I mean, this is elite tier stuff we got going on here. The whole tree. We got an LSU Santa Claus, bro. LSU Santa. Hey. I, I mean, so what they say, Christmas comes early in the South. Yeah, man. What I mean, what better backdrop <laughs> to bring in the season, man? And to talk about you. that week. It that, is that week. It's that week. The first weekend. In November, the weekend that is always right around my birthday, that for many years I spent in sorrow. (laughs) But man, when we win, it is a joyous birthday. Joyous birthday. Um, Yeah, yeah. uh, For all of you who don't know, my birthday is on the 7th. And so it always falls right here at my birthday playing Alabama. So, man, when we beat Alabama, it's the best birthday gift. I mean, period. Period. Uh, what's everybody? Everybody, I see Ryan's in here. Uh, T- uh, Tyler Townsend's in here. Nurse Court's in here. What's up, everybody? Yeah, man. Got the got the, got the the crew in here tonight. Uh, Look what Ryan said. He said, here. he said, I just made the comment that if it wasn't for fake trees, nobody would have Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving. It's true. This has, I mean, let's let's clarify, Zach. This has literally been up since last Christmas. It has not come down. It's not come down. It, it has not come. Not down. come down. It has been up year round, year round. Yep. Uh, our dad. LSU plays sports year round. They correct this. This is our good luck charm, right? And our dad is an, a, a Christmas fanatic. Um, oh we have gosh. a themed tree. Or well, we he do, he does. But growing up, obviously, we you know we've got a, a LSU tree, a snowman tree, a candy cane tree, a Jesus tree, of course, a family tree, a this tree, a that tree, you name it, we've got it. There's probably like thirteen Christmas trees up in our house uh, every every Christmas. Um, it's a Christmas wonderland at the Lee House. But this one has stayed up year round to. Uh, um, 
focus on the baseball season to be the good luck charm for the baseball season. And we saw how that turned out. So we yeah, had to keep it up. I mean, you had to keep it up for the football season. So we'll see what magic <clears throat> that this tree can conjure up tomorrow. And my hey Reagan, we got some comments. Uh Ryan yeah, said, Happy birthday, Reagan. Appreciate um, it. Miss Nurse Court said, My birthday is the fifth. Uh last year was stellar. Yeah, I'm sure that was a great, great Absolutely. birthday gift. Um, Mario has a question. Uh I, I told him, hey, send us hashtag tell me TA. We will for sure get to it. Uh Ryan wishing Miss Court a happy yeah. birthday. Robert RP is in here as well. Good to have RP in here. He said, I always put my Christmas tree up after Halloween. So it's well, already up. That's pretty good, RP, but you can't beat dad because it stays up year round. I mean, man. At least the LSU one does. It it's always up. It's always up. Yeah, we it's Christmas Wonderland in winter wonderland, whatever you, you want to call it. You think it's a forest it. when you walk into this house. For real, for real. I mean, it is Christmas slaps you in the face when you walk in. Um, so, Zach, it is that week. Obviously, I'm pumped to talk about it. Uh, preview that. We'll give you our, our, our tools for, uh, for triumph. Uh, we will also look around college football, and we will give you our thoughts on the weekend. But, I mean, really, who cares? I mean, the biggest game is the, is the Tigers for <laughs> Tuscaloosa. That's, that's game day, biggest. baby. I'm kidding. Of course, we'll give you a, a around the loop uh, in college uh, football world. We'll give you our, our, all our thoughts across the board here. Um, man, I, I love this week, but I hate this week, Zach. I love <laughs> it, but I hate it. I mean, it is a love-hate relationship without question. So, I, man, I don't even want to say their name. we got to play Alabama this week. And it's good. It's a huge matchup, Zach. I, I mean, your, your season is on the line here. Uh, the SEC West is on the line. I, I mean, playoff implications, Heisman implications. I mean, a lot a lot can transpire if LSU is successful this weekend. A lot. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a lot to cover, but let's get your initial thoughts here, Zach, on the game, and then we'll kind of dive into it for that. But your initial thoughts, how do you feel? What are you looking at right off the bat? Uh, man, um, I got to be honest with you, and I, I said this on the show on Monday. I know you weren't able to join us because McKenna wasn't feeling well. But uh, I said this on the show Monday. I'm feeling confident. I feel I feel confident about it. Um, you know, and a lot – man, it's such a – it's such a difference from years in the past, right? Because years in the past, yeah. you're like you, – you pretty much chalked up the Bama game as a loss. <laughs> like, it was just like, okay, we know we're going to lose to Bama moving on. Um, yeah. But this year, man, it, it, I mean, last year, you know, it felt like you could win the game. This year, it feels it really feels like you can win the game. I would say even more so than last year. Um, yeah. You know, last year they had Bryce Young, uh, and they had a good defense, and you know they had more playmakers around them. Um, and offensively, you know, you look at their offense, and you're like, okay, um, you know, with our offense versus their 
defense and their offense versus our our defense. Um, as I mentioned last week, it's strength on strength and it's weakness on weakness. And last time we saw that against Auburn, uh, it turned out really good for the Tigers. And again, I'm no means by no means am I saying that this game is going to be the same outcome as the yeah. Auburn game was. Um, but I, I like our chances with with the matchups that that we have. Um, it's it's going to be very interesting to see. You know, obviously, what LSU does schematically and personnel wise. Uh, in the secondary, obviously, downs I Alexander. I'm very interested to see who steps up. You know, I mentioned um, a few episodes ago, right? You asked me, Reagan, um, that if, you know, who do you think steps up and takes Zai's place? And I said Denver. Obviously, then we weren't really too sure if he'd be back or not. Um, obviously, it's official now. He's not going to be playing, nor is Deuce Chestnut. Um, so, big blow for the Tigers. But, uh, you know, it's going to give an opportunity for a young guy to come in and make a huge, huge impact in this yep. game. Um, there's been there's been times uh, in the past few years where guys have had to step up, defensive backs have had to step up and play uh, and have been thrown into the fire. And we've seen, yep. for the most part, those young guys excel. You know, I think guys like Rashard Robinson and Greedy Williams and, um, uh, you know, just guys like that. That's just a couple to mention. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see that matchup. Obviously, you know, there's been a lot of talk about obviously LSU playing the best. This is, you know, this can be the best defense they've seen all year, potentially, you know, the best defense that they will face all season, including the postseason potentially. Um, and so there's been a lot of talk about that and the potential of them slowing down LSU's offense. Um, I don't think that, is going to be the case. I mean, do they get a couple stops here and there? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be obviously. You know, LSU, I don't expect LSU to score every single drive, right? Um, sure. But do I expect LSU to move the ball up in the field, up and down the field pretty well? Yes. And um, I think I think this is a huge, huge opportunity um, for the defense to make a massive, massive statement to the national media and to, the, and, and to college football fans uh all around obviously because this is going to be the most watched game uh tomorrow night and so the defense has an opportunity to right all of their wrongs from the first half of the season right obviously yeah. it's been bad um everybody knows that everybody talks about it uh the nation knows it the national media knows it and so there's but they've been progressing right they've been progressing and i understand you're down a couple of people I mentioned last week, Reagan, and I think you would agree with me. I don't – I really don't think the Makai Wingo injury is as big as some people are making it out to be. I really don't. Um, Jordan All Jefferson right. has, has been playing um, better than than him, than Makai, and and Mason Smith, and that's that's no uh, – you know, that's no shot at those two guys. They're both phenomenal players, but Jordan Jefferson has been your best defensive lineman uh, on the interior. So, yeah. yeah team right now he's been the highest graded one so you know i have confidence in the lsu defensive line they're going up against a, an alabama offensive line that has extremely struggled um they lead the sec in sacks allowed i believe outside of i think they lead the sec in sacks allowed maybe vanderbilt or or or, or, or some other teams are up, up there but i'm pretty sure they're at least top three in sacks allowed so 
LSU is going to have a big opportunity uh, to wreak havoc in the backfield and 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 make uh, Jalen Milrose day miserable for them. So, um, all those things are are really really key uh, storylines coming into into this game. Um, I'll, I'll say this, Reagan. I think a storyline that honestly hasn't been hit on a whole lot is special teams. I mean, this is a three and a half point yeah. um, spread. Uh, Vegas is, is predicting this to be an extremely tightly contested ball game that it potentially yeah. could come down to a field goal to win it. Um, and that makes me a little nervous because I think Bama has the edge in in special teams. I really do. Uh, they've got a phenomenal punter. Obviously, Will Reichert um, is the uh, SE, is the leader in the SEC and, and points because he's been an absolute – Phenomenal kicker for of all time. Uh, he's been a phenomenal kicker um, for Alabama. You know, it, it's completely opposite of what we've seen in the past with Alabama special teams. Yep. Um, Kool Aid chemistry is dynamic uh, back there. He's ha he's had some struggles here recently, but he's 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 a dynamic playmaker that's receiving punts. Um, LSU's got to be careful. LSU's got to be careful um, in, in special teams and. Uh, you know, LSU has had a lot better success this this year with the special teams unit, um, but I think you have to give Alabama the edge. So, um, you know, you're going to have to start looking at the matchups, right? You look at LSU's offense versus Alabama's defense. I give the edge there to LSU's offense. You look at Alabama's offense versus LSU's defense. I give the edge there um, to Alabama's offense, and it's a, it's a slight edge, right? I would say yep. the margin uh, between LSU's offense and Alabama's defense is wider than the margin of Alabama's offense versus LSU's defense. Um, now, I mean, I, we'll see how everything plays out on Saturday night, but that's just my opinion. Uh, and then I think you give the edge to Alabama and special teams. I think you obviously give the edge to them um, in environment with it being at home at night in Tuscaloosa. Um, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder because of last season. So um, it's going to be an extremely, extremely tightly contested ball game, in my opinion. I think it's going to go down to the wire. But, Reagan, I'm super excited about it. I'm excited for the opportunity that that, that LSU has to potentially uh, have a firm grasp on the SEC West. I'm, 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 I'm ex especially interested in the opportunity that Jaden has in solidifying um, – and solidifying his, uh, his the favorite to be the Heisman uh, to win the Heisman yeah. Uh, yeah. potentially in this game. So there's a lot of very interesting storylines, not just on the field but off the field as well. And uh, obviously, the results of this game are going to play a major factor in some storylines later on down the season. So um, I'm excited, Reagan. I I'm pumped. Um, I'm, I'm working tomorrow. I have to go to work tomorrow. So um, I I'll. I'll be at on the job for pretty much the whole day, and then I'm going to luckily be off in time to come back and watch the show and enjoy it with you. Obviously, you're in town. Uh, that's why you're uh, in uh, the guest bedroom with the LSU uh, tree back there. Um, so it's going to be extremely fun to get to watch, you know, with you and Dad and uh, Bobby's potentially coming over for some from some of y'all that don't remember Bobby. Bobby was our producer for a little while. Um, running yeah. everything in the background, and he he's planning on coming over. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm pumped, Reagan. I'm really excited. Uh, I, I really hope LSU can pull off the the win in Tuscaloosa. And man, it seems like if they can win this game, it would right a lot of the wrongs 
in the first half of the season with the defense and and with the you know obviously the early loss to Florida State and the heartbreaking loss to Ole Miss. Um, you know, if you win this game, you know those are in a very you know they're in the rear rearview mirror, uh, the very distant rearview mirror. So, Reagan, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think so far? Yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of odd. It feels like it's lining up just like it is it was last year. Um, you lose to Florida State, and then you have a really bad loss to Tennessee. And then you write that ship with a good win over Ole Miss and over Alabama last year, puts you right in the playoff mix, puts you into the SEC championship. Uh, obviously, yep. we kind of stumbled at the end of the year uh, and, and kind of dropped the ball for that opportunity. Um, but here, like, here's the big, here's the difference. Which, well, let me back up a little bit. In the same way, we lost to Florida this year, Florida State. Yeah, we lost to. Uh, Ole Miss, and then you get a key win against a ranked opponent, Missouri, on the road. Uh, you get a, 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 you know, if you can get another win here in Alabama, like the same situation is kind of unfolding. You're playing yep. much better. Your defense found themselves, seems to have found somewhat of an identity, uh, have carved out their roles, brought Pete Jenkins in, playing better. If you find a way to win in Tuscaloosa, it puts you right back where you want to be uh, and and the goal for the season, right? Make the playoffs, compete for yeah. an SEC championship, compete for a national championship. And, man, man I, it's crazy because the, the betting line is smaller than it was last year. Bama was a bigger yep. favorite last year than they are this year. And I think part of that has to do with, number one, they don't have Bryce Young. Y'all, we beat Bryce Young last year. Yep. We, we beat the team with Bryce Young. Now, you know, the receivers, I don't, in my opinion, last year and this year still haven't been to what Alabama is used to. You know, I mean, Julio Jones, Jerry Judy, right? You know, the, the cream of the crop, Jamison Williams and, all those guys that that Devontae Devontae, Smith. that that would just tear defenses apart. Burton and Bond are kind of their guys, and and they can do damage, but they aren't doing damage like they normally are. And Milro definitely isn't Bryce Young. Um, so with our offense as dynamic as it is, but at the same time, your defense is definitely weaker than it was last year when you played Alabama. Uh, number one, overall, just your defense isn't as good. Number two, now you've added all these injuries into the mix, especially in the secondary. There, there's a lot of question marks it feels like we can answer this Saturday. You know, it feels like the defense has kind of found their identity and who they are, but here's a real test, right? You haven't been really, really, really tested since Ole Miss, Missouri was a test, but you still allowed a lot of points, and your offense kind of kind of kept you in that game. Ultimately, your defense did make some plays to win that game, the major burns, yeah. pick six. But I mean, if we're going to be real, we're going to Tuscaloosa. We're playing Alabama. It it is the test, right? Yeah. It, it yeah. it's the really found themselves, or we have have we just been playing lesser opponents, and. 
like you said about the Auburn game, you know, it's comparable in the fact that it was strength on strength, weakness on weakness. Number one, Bama's defense is better than Auburn's. Number two, yeah. Bama's offense is better than Auburn's. Um, so, and they're playing in Tuscaloosa. So I don't think we're going to see the same result, although I think we can still win. I'm confident we can. Um, if your defense can get enough stops, maybe you tip a ball in the air. A ball is batted at the, at the, at the line. It pops up in the air and a defender is able to pick it off, off a batted ball. Maybe a ball gets punched loose and you recover it. Extra possessions, one to yep. two stops. And this game can get really, really interesting for LSU. Because your offense, in my opinion, can drop 35 on just about any team, any night. Any given night, I think we can drop 35. Like I think Alabama's defense is the best defense you're going to play all year. I still don't think they're good enough to contain our offense. I, I just don't see that. Uh, like, let's think about it from last year's perspective. You have a guy in Brian Branch, their safety, who is now playing in the big leagues, right, for the Detroit Lions. Now back there at safety is true freshman Caleb Downs, who is a stud, who is a stud, but Caleb Downs ain't Brian Branch last year. And you beat Alabama last year. And your offense wasn't as dynamic last year. This right. year, it's a lot more dynamic. And Alabama's secondary isn't as veteran as it was last year. To me, I think we're going to be able to throw the ball like we want to, like we normally do. Um, and I think our – I mean, our offensive line has played phenomenal all year. I think Logan Diggs can still move the ball. And I think we are going to have success all night offensively. Are we going to score every possession? No, because this is the best defense you face. So there are going to be some stops. How many of those stops do you allow happen? And how many stops can you get on defense? Like, like I think time of possession and series that you have, right, possessions that you have, are extremely crucial in this game. If yeah. LSU can limit the amount of, of time that the defensive on the field is on the field and elevate the time that Jaden Daniels and this offense is on the field, it's going to be really, really good for LSU. Really good for LSU. Because uh, I don't think Alabama's offense can keep up with what our, what our offense can do. Here's what worries me, though. Here's what's worry, what worries me about the game. Let's say the offense maybe is a little bit off. It's a big environment, big moment. They're not playing the way they always do, and they get a couple stops. They stop us a few times, and our defense is obviously weak. The, the secondary is obviously weak. We are not very good at run at stopping the run, and our secondary is weak right now. If they stop us a few times and then establish the run game with Roy Dell Williams and Jace McClellan, this team, Jalen Milrow, Isaiah Bond, and Burton, are going to hook up on a few, I mean, 
deep shots because like yeah. it's their bread and butter. It is their knockout punch. You saw it with Tennessee last week. Yeah. Tennessee comes out and is just gassing Alabama's defense. So to me, our offense is a lot better than Tennessee's offense. Our quarterback yeah, is a lot better than Joe Milton. We can do the same thing. We can know the absolute same thing. But if we're off a little bit and they're able to stop us a few times, the first possession of that Alabama had against Tennessee, what did they do? They hand the ball off to Jason McClellan. He rips off a big run. What happens next play? Play action and like a, a bomb shot to the end zone for over 40-yard-plus touchdown, and they were off to the races, right? That's what worries me. I, I If yeah. our defense is just atrocious and, and it's like the Ole Miss game all over again, man, I, I, I'm going to be worried. Like, yeah, I'm going to be worried because I feel like they will be able to possess the ball and keep the ball out of our offense's hands. Um, and if they limit our possessions and limit the time our offense is on the field, take away a few possessions, the game could get, could get ugly, in my opinion. So the biggest thing to me is amount of possessions, time of possession, um, but man, if your offense is clicking like it like it has been, and your defense can get you a couple stops, like they did against Missouri in the second half, man, I'm really confident in this game. I, I really am. I really, really am. And that's kind of my initial thoughts. My my instant reaction. So Zach, with with our instant reactions kind of uh, out of the way. I think there's two things we need to talk about now. Two things we need to talk about in terms of preview. Number one, we need to talk about marquee matchups, matchups within the game. Yep. And number two, uh, we've alluded to it a little bit already. But number two, we need to talk about Jade Daniels and the Heisman potential of this game and the implications of it. So, what is the matchup? position group wise that is going to be crucial in this game for you i think on both sides of the ball it's got to be the receivers versus the dbs um obviously i i'll mention it briefly because we've mentioned it plenty of times enough and obviously it's been mentioned on all the other platforms um i believe sage ryan is going to be the corner opposite of uh, Jermaine Burton, Garden Jermaine Burton. So who's going to be the guy guarding uh, Isaiah Bond? Who's going to be the guys guarding guarding Kobe Prentice? Um, those are going to be the biggest matchups. I mean, Sage Ryan on Burton, whoever the whoever the young whoever the young cornerback is on Isaiah Bond, whoever the young cornerback is on Kobe Prentice. Those are going to be massive matchups, right? For obvious reasons, reasons we've already stated plenty. Um, on the opposite side of the ball. You've got two really good corners that Alabama has in Arnold and uh, Kool-Aid. They're really good. Uh, both of those guys are really good DBs. Yeah. How much can they limit Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas? Yep. Um, I think with the combination of Kool-Aid and probably some bracketing, I mean, unless Kool-Aid just locks Malik down, which I don't think is – I 
I don't think you're going to completely shut down Malik Neighbors. Um, no. I don't care who you are. Um, <laughs> if, if they bracket, you know, if they have Kool-Aid and they, they bracket Malik Neighbors, I'd really like Brian Thomas's matchup versus Arnold. Um, you know, I'm assuming that those are the match. I'm assuming that that's who they line up against, right? Yeah, so, don't yeah, Kyron. Kyron has had uh, – he's had a couple of good games. He's stringed together a couple of good games. Um, he could play a major factor. Mason Taylor could play a major factor in this game as well. It, it, you know, if they are so focused on stopping and guarding Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas, guys like Kyron Lacey and M- Mason Taylor are going to have to take massive steps up in this game, step ups in this game. So, you know, those are key matchups. You know, what does LSU do defensively to try and slow down those Bama receivers with with a lack of experience on the back end of LSU of LSU's defense and can Alabama's defense get some stops against against this elite receiver group? Um I think those are the biggest matchups by far. I'm interested to see what LSU's defensive line uh, obviously, without Makai Wingo, does against Alabama's offensive line. I mentioned that already. Um, they're going to have to get pressure. They're going to have to get pressure, and you're going to have to also contain, right? You're going to have to get pressure up the middle, and you're going to have to contain on the outsides. Um, because obviously, Jalen Milrow, while he hasn't run it a whole lot recently, we know what he can do with his feet. We saw it early on in the season. Um, he's extremely athletic, he's, he's fast. Um, he is a, a, an elite runner, um, and so you're going to have to be able to contain him, and I think LSU has the opportunity to do that with a- Alabama's offensive line. Yeah, and speaking of the whole Jalen Milrow running thing, you know, I've, I've seen already people talking about spy Harold Perkins, spy Harold Perkins, spy Harold Perkins. Yes, but, like, not every down, right? Like. Yeah, like don't don't do what you did earlier in the season and pull him from what he has been doing, and 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 change his role once again. Leave him in the nickel, Sam. Let him do what he's been doing. He's been doing really well at it. Been playing great. Been playing really great. In a third down situation, when it's maybe a little bit third and long, and you don't want the DBs to turn their back to Jalen Milrow and then him just pick the ball up and take off and, you know, rip off a 20 yard run because their eyes were downfield. Yeah. You, you, you can spy Harold Perkins on, on downs like that. When, when, when he's going to be dangerous, when he's going to try and extend the play and make something happen, that's when you use Harold Perkins in that way. But yeah. like, like just, just saying, oh, spying the whole game. Like, that's just ignorant. Like, and I'm not trying to be rude, but like, that's just ignorant. That, that would be really, really silly to do. And it would cost you a lot um, because Jalen hasn't been intentionally running with him a lot. Like, the way they have set up their offense is a very, like, a very traditional looking offense. They, they want to run the ball and then run play action and take a deep shot. Like, it's, it's not what we've seen normally from Alabama with with in the past. It is a very the spread offense, you know, right. running gun RPO stuff like that. I mean, we're not talking like I formation type traditional, but it, it's definitely a lot more tr- like they're not running RPOs and 
you know, this new form of triple option, which LSU runs a lot of. Um, so if, if you're spying him every down, you're, you're almost wasting him. You are doing what you, you would be doing what you did in Florida State game with him. You would like essentially coach him out of the game. Uh, so the, I wanted to address that real quick. Key yeah. matchups for me. The key matchups for me, and, and, and I feel like this is every LSU-Alabama game, and this applies to both sides of the ball, it is the line of scrimmage. It is the line of scrimmage. We can talk yep. about the and how weak it is and the threat downfield, but if your defensive line is getting pressure and getting after Jalen Milrow with an offensive line in Alabama that has allowed so many sacks if you've watched Alabama's games, when they are getting home to Jalen Milrow, it throws him off. He gets uncomfortable. He makes bad decisions. He yep. he gets real uh, uh, happy feet in the pocket. You have got to get pressure against him. And if you are constantly bringing pressure against him, then the deep shots are going to be less of a threat because – he is a little jittery in the pocket when he's getting pressure. I expect LSU to get home. Everybody's been getting home against Alabama. And LSU is not one of the best teams in the SEC in terms of. Reagan, are you still there? Are we back? You're there. Uh, but you, you've got to be getting home against Jalen Milrow. There's no yep. excuse not to. There's no excuse not to. Um, so I expect, if you want my opinion on, you know, people are going to ask, is I, I've already saw, like, is Omar Spates, should he be playing? Is this and this. If you want my opinion on personnel for this game, I think Braden Swinson should be playing a lot of snaps. A lot of snaps. Yeah. He has been one of your better guys coming off the edge and bringing pressure. I think Braden Swinson should see a lot of snaps this this game. And that's just my opinion. Do we see it? I don't know. Should we see it? I think we should. Uh, on the on the flip side, LSU's offensive line against the defensive line of Alabama. If LSU establishes a run game with Logan Diggs, this is this applies not only with the Alabama game but every game. If they establish a run with Logan Diggs, like they have quite often, our offense is going to open up even more. If they want to bracket coverage, Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas with two safeties back, run it down their stinking throat until they yep. bring the safeties back down. And then guess what? You burn the top off of them. Like you have the weapons to create that mismatch I don't know if it's really a mismatch but create them uh, to put them in that situation oh well we better make sure we're taking care of BT and Malik so let's keep two safeties back hand the ball off because your offensive line has been doing the job all year long and yep. man I, I was watching a show the other day and I can't remember who it was I think it was the Brian Kelly press conference actually somebody brought up Garrett Dellinger and nobody's talking about Garrett Dellinger uh, enough. What him and Will Campbell have been doing on the left side, phenomenal. Phenomenal. 
So the the line of scrimmage to me is uh, is crucial, crucial to this game. If you're bringing pressure, you're going to throw Milrow off, and therefore they're not going to get into a rhythm of running the ball, running the play action, taking the deep shot. Rather, you have him jittery and happy foot, and he's going to make mistakes. That's what he did against Texas. Uh, some of his – one of the interceptions that that happened against Texas happened because he got happy foot and nervous in the pocket, misread, and threw an interception. Yep. Like, if you're creating that pressure and then it in turn creates a turnover, like – Man, if you win the turnover battle in this, it's going to be huge. So, to me, the I line agree. is so important on both sides. That's that's my marquee matchup. All right, Zach. I mean, we're 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 deep in here. Really quick, yeah. what is the implication Heisman wise, Zach, for for Jaden? I'll let you answer this. I, I think you have to see two things. All right, you have to see a a win, and you have to see b um, an inflated stat line, right? Um, LSU needs to win, right? If you suffer three losses, I, I think it Jaden's Heisman potential. Um, I would even go as far as saying being in New York. Well, I don't know about going that that far, but it would really depend on how the game played out. But and, and the and honestly, the rest of the opponents, but because he could have you know an elite game, and LSU's defense is just so bad that you know they give up. Uh, an absurd amount of points, and and LSU still loses, right? I mean, he could put up, you know, over 300 yards, almost 100 yards rushing and four touchdowns, and LSU still lose because of the defense. Um, But I I believe a win um, is massive, massive in the implications for Jaden Daniels to potentially win the Heisman. Because I think even if you – I think if LSU wins, even if Jaden doesn't have extremely gaudy numbers, that, you know, if he's got a little over 300 passing yards, 50 yards rushing, and three touchdowns, three total touchdowns, I still think, you know, they would, you know, put him on top of yeah. uh, the Heisman as a Heisman front runner. I'm saying, you know, if he's, if he's, if he's, you know, over three, you know, over 300 yards, but he's not pushed, he's not pushing 400, he's, he's not over 400, you know, if it's a little bit less than what we've been seeing, but LSU still wins. Uh, I think he he's going to be the, the Heisman front runner coming out of out of the, the win uh, going into next week. Um, but so, so when secondly inflated stats. So if if he does go for over you know near 400 yards passing and you know near 100 yards rushing and he's over 400 near 500 yards of total offense himself, um, and they win. He he might lock it up, like Absolutely. for real, like if if potentially. Uh, I I don't know. That's my opinion. If if he goes near, if he pushes five hundred yards, or goes over five hundred yards and four touchdowns, five touchdowns, and LSU wins, I think he all but locks up the Heisman. Yeah. I, that's I'm just being honest. That's what I think. He's from um, no question. He would be front runner, no doubt, coming out of the weekend. Um, he could even he could even have that stat line and lose, um, and still 
um, be near the top of the Heisman. But I think the combination of winning the game as well as an inflated stat line, um, I believe that uh, would all but solidify the Heisman for him. All right, guys. Uh, Reagan, I think is frozen, and that's okay. We've we've uh, I think wrapped up everything uh, that we need to cover in this segment. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to hit all of your comments. The comments uh, have been absolutely popping tonight. We appreciate all of y'all uh, being in here and supporting us and sending all the comments. So when we be, we'll be back right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue Show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Right back in it here in the Tigers Avenue. Um, there's lots of comments, Zach. So I guess yeah. you can filter through those and important ones and whatnot. And we'll address them. Um, <laughs> all right. So we've actually got some, at least people I haven't seen in here before. So we've got Addie oh. B in here. First time I've seen her join us. B. Appreciate her joining us. She says, go Tigers in 24 hours uh, from now. We will be celebrating Mario Collada. We have seen Mario in here before. Appreciate him being back with us. He said, tell me, T.A., what time are we going to know the Florida game time? Will it be on Sunday? I, I'm not honestly sure. If it's not this weekend, I would imagine it would be early next on week. No, he's saying, uh, will we know Sunday uh, okay. uh, of the start? Time. They always release them uh, two weeks ahead, like on the Monday. Yeah, well, they haven't released it yet. They haven't released it yet. So um, I would imagine they would release it this upcoming Monday. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Nurse Court says, does Texas A&M take Ole Miss out of contention? Nurse, we will get to that. We'll get to that in the last segment. Yeah. Um, but that is a great question that you asked. Miss Peggy's in here. Appreciate her joining us. She said, I wish the game was already over. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's because of like nervousness and everything. You're yeah. like, I just wish it was over and I could know the result and everything. But I mean, I want to see it. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited uh, for it to be here. Uh, Addy, as we mentioned, the buildup is always, yeah, of course. Addy, yeah. Addy, as we mentioned, she said, hashtag tell me TA, do you think Spate should be starting? Yes, I do. I agree. Um, Spate, Spate has, you know, he started a little slow early on the season. And we had to remember though he was banged up. He 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 had he missed some time with the injury, and of course Whitwicks filled in and he played phenomenally. Um, I think yeah. Whitwicks is going to be an amazing LSU linebacker, uh, one of the greats uh, in in the line of LSU linebackers. But uh, I think you want you want the experience. And Omar's been playing really good. He's been playing really good. And I think and especially in a game like this. Um, you want the experience, so I do believe he should be uh, starting. Um, Nurse said Matt House is better have the game of his life. LOL. I agree. Um, so last year we were singing Matt's praises. Yeah, this year people been, and, I, and I'm not. I'm not trying to point you out, Nurse Court, by no means. 
But man, people have been bashing him. I don't think it's Matt House. I think it's a personnel issue. It I is a personnel it's, issue. I agree. I think it is Matt House. Man, like man, last year we we had the guy and it was Matt was great. It was good. I agree with you. Uh, Takaj, I don't think I've seen Takaj in here before. Maybe he's watched before, but I don't think I've seen him comment. Maybe he has. I don't know. Uh, he he said the freshman DBs are going to bring back that DB moniker. Mark my words. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, let's see. Tiger Mania is in here with us. Appreciate up, you joining Mania? us. Tiger Mania. I don't think I've seen him in here before. Uh, he said, hey, y'all, how we feeling about the game? Of course, gave our opinion. Uh, Tyler Townsend, what's up, guys? Um uh, uh, Tiger Mania also said, I put my hype video out for the game. i got to see that. Tiger Mania, if you're still in here watching, please tag us. Please tag us uh, in uh, in the uh, hype video. I would love to see that. As you know, I'm big on hype videos myself. Uh, so, would love to see that. I didn't do one for Bama. I only mainly do them for, uh, you know, like championship games and, and obviously ahead of the season. Uh, I'm going to have to. I, I might have to do an LSU um, women's hype video or something, throw something together soon because they play on Monday. Um, Anders is in here. Our father, he said 31-27 LSU. 31-27 tell LSU. That's his prediction. Um, man, there's so many comments in here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan is in here with us. Always support. Uh, always appreciate Ryan's support. He, he's been a loyal loyal follower of us. Uh, he said this game is like a playoff game except with without the win or go home scenario. Ryan, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it really is. He said uh, Pink Jenkins knows Saban very well and vice versa. Ryan, I love you to death, but I sure hope you're not one of those guys – that says the four-team playoff should remain because we have playoff games all year. I don't understand the idea of not liking an expanded playoff. I don't get that idea at all. We can talk about that in another show, but my gosh, who doesn't yeah, want sure. more meaningful post-game, post-season uh, play? I agree. I agree. Um, Ryan also said LSU will have to win the turnover, win the turnover margin, time of possession, third and fourth down conversions, and red zone efficiency in order to win. I mean, if you if you if you are uh, if you win all in all all those phases, yeah, you win the ball game. You win the ball game. Uh, John Bruning in here with us. Appreciate you joining us, John. He said, "Go Tigers!" Um, man, I I feel like uh, we need a whole segment just to address all the comments. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Towns is in here. He said, "38 24 LSU." Yeah, it's popping tonight. Well, I mean, you would expect it with LSU obviously going to Tuscaloosa playing Bama. So, Reagan, uh, we we we've gave we've gave so much insight into the game and 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 gone into details about matchups and and what we feel like needs to you know how how the game's going to go and whatnot. We need to give our TA tools for success, or excuse me, TA tools for triumph, and then we need to give a prediction here before we move on to uh, end the show and discuss uh, some some big other some other games, some other big matchups around college football. Uh, Reagan, why don't you start with uh, your TA tools for uh, triumph and your prediction? So um, I have already mentioned this already. Um, so I'll give it to you really brief. The biggest, 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 biggest key to this game to me is time of possession uh, for the LSU offense. You are really, really good offensively. You're not so good defensively. If you're keeping the defense off the field and you're keeping the offense on the field, 
you're going to see a lot of success in this game. And to me, yep. time possession is the biggest key to this game. Uh, and my prediction, uh, LSU, I'll take LSU. I think it is a high-scoring game. I will take LSU 41-38. to 38. Wow. That's, that is a very much, that is a very high scoring game, especially considering it's LSU Bama, where we've seen want, so many great defensive battles. I don't want it to be that way because that normally means it's really nail biting when it's high scoring like that, but that's how I feel like it's going to play out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I'll go on the opposite side of the ball. You mentioned the offense, time possession. For me, and, and you discussed it as well, Reagan. For me, uh, one of the biggest TA tools for Triumph is you've got to be able to force turnovers. You've got to be able to steal a possession or two uh, for your defense and give extra possessions to your offense if you want to be able to win this game. And so you mentioned, you know, a tipped ball that gets intercepted, uh, you know, a punch out that that uh, a punch out fumble that gets recovered. Um, I think LSU uh, would have a major, major um uh majorly high percentage to win this game if you if you're able to get forced like two turnovers. If you're able to get two turnovers in this game and your offense doesn't turn the ball over, like you're winning. Like I, I believe you're winning the game. Um so for me that's my TA tool for Triumph. You mentioned the time possession. I agree. There's so many more we can mention, but we've hit on just about everything here. So you said LSU 4138. Look I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick to my gun. I'm gonna stick to my guns. Okay, Reagan. And yeah. I don't like doing this, but at the beginning of the season, I said LSU would be nine and three with <laughs> losses to Florida State, Ole Miss, and Alabama. Okay, and they've lost to Florida State. They've lost to Ole Miss. And I'm gonna stick to my guns. I don't want to do it, guys. I'm an LSU fan. My do my it. heart do and it. soul wants to pick LSU. It wants to do it. Okay, but. I, I believe with it being in Tuscaloosa, Alabama has the advantage on offense. Alabama has the advantage on special teams. They have the home field advantage. Um, they have the chip on their shoulder from last year. There's just so many. When you look at, uh, you know, who, who wins in this category, you know, who wins in these matchups, I think Alabama outweighs uh, LSU. And I hate to do it, but I think Bama wins – 35 to 32. Um, gosh, I hate doing that, man. I hate I hate picking Bama. Ooh. I know, I know. I need to, I need to, I, hold on. I know, I know. I need to, I need to, I know, I know. I, know. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm 100% wrong. <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong. And look, if they prove me wrong tomorrow night, I will repent. I will, I will, I will repent. Um, all right, let's get to a couple more comments, Reagan, then we'll go around uh, college football. Ryan's said, uh, J.D. I, man, I don't even know how to say this. J.D. 5 for Heisman. <laughs> J.D. 5 will show off his legs. We'll win him the Heisman in this game. J.D. 5 will show off his legs. We'll win the Heisman in the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I think, I think, I think if, you know, he busts, he, he busts a couple long runs and, is able to, you know, score a touchdown or two rushing and, and is near, you know, 75 to 100 yards rushing. I mean, that 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 could win him the Heisman, very much so. Uh, Tyler Townsend said 38-24 LSU. 
Ryan said another tool for Tron, CA tool for Tron with his special teams needs to be on point. Yeah, we mentioned Ryan 100%. This game could come down to the special teams. And I mentioned, I, I think Alabama has an edge there, but you do like what you have. You do like what you have with this special teams unit. Uh, Caleb Jackson's looked really good uh, on kick returns. Punt returns hasn't been great, but you've been safe back there. Uh, and uh, obviously, Damian Ramos. Um, has also looked pretty good. Uh, he's continued to be steady and consistent. Not flashy, but steady and consistent. Uh, Ryan said, boo this man uh, with a bunch of tomatoes. So there's that. All right. All right. All right. We need to move on to around college football. Reagan, uh, some big matchups uh, this weekend. Obviously, LSU and Bama being the biggest. But what is some uh, games going on this weekend that you're really interested in on that you're going to focus on, you know, maybe watch before the LSU Bama game. Uh, yeah. You know, I, if you're still with us, can you hear me? Are we there? Barely. Well, you're back now. Go ahead. Go, go quick. Go quickly. Okay. Uh, Texas A&M Ole Miss and Washington and USC. I would yep. love, love as much as I USC. I would love to watch USC beat Washington and take Michael Penix, uh, like take a big hit at his Heisman candidacy. Yeah, that that uh, obviously that's a big matchup. Um, that game will be at six thirty, so it'll be going on during the LSU game. Washington, a three point favorite. Um, I like Washington this game. I just think USC. I just think their defense not- is just. They're not good. Absolutely atrocious. They're not good. Uh, I don't think their their defense is going to be able to stop Washington's offense, and I don't think USC is going to be able to score enough on Washington's defense to be able to win the game. Um, it would make it interesting if USC won, but I think ultimately Washington wins that game. Um, you mentioned Texas A&M Ole Miss. I think that this will be a close game that Ole Miss pulls out, yeah. um, and you're going to be really looking at next week. Obviously, if LSU wins – uh, the Bama game, people are going to be watching Ole Miss closely. Uh, LSU fans will be specifically. Uh, so I think the big matchup for Ole Miss is obviously next week um, versus Georgia. Um, I will say this, speaking of Georgia, Missouri travels to Georgia. Do you give Missouri a shot in this game, Reagan? I do. I'm going to be honest. I do. I agree. And I, 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 I think I it's a 15-and-a-half-point spread. I think Missouri covers. It's a 15 and a point and a half spread? Yep, 15 and a half point spread, Georgia. Yeah. I think Missouri covers. Yeah. I could be wrong. If, if Look, and if Georgia goes out there and they absolutely dominate, they've looked really good here recently, Reagan. I mean, Georgia has looked dominant recently. And if they go out and they do the same thing versus Missouri, I'm going to be looking going, oh, crap. Yeah. Oh, crap. For sure. Um, Notre Dame travels to Clemson. Uh, I think Notre Dame wins that game. It's close, but I think Clemson will give them fits. Um, any opinion there? My opinion is that, uh, it's going to be a boring game to watch. I mean, probably Clemson's not that great. Who cares about Notre Dame? Man. (laughs) Um, Oklahoma traveling to Oklahoma state. Obviously Oklahoma took the big loss, uh, to Kansas this past week. Does, uh, do they do they get things right against uh, on on the road at, against Oklahoma State? Man, I love I love the bedlam rivalry. I love that rivalry. 
I don't know why I've always loved that. The, the name of it is awesome, Bedlam. Uh, but yeah, I do think cool. it's Oklahoma State, I don't think is that great of a team. Uh, I think Oklahoma State's not as good as Kansas is. So I do think Oklahoma wins. Um, Outside of that, I mean, just specifically talking about the SEC, um, obviously we're going to be playing close attention to Texas A&M Ole Miss. Florida playing Arkansas. I would like to see Arkansas get back uh, on the on the winning side of things. It's going to be tough going to Gainesville. We'll see. Um, outside of that, there's really not – outside of that, there's really not a lot of interesting games in the SEC. Maybe you look at Kentucky-Mississippi State as an interesting game, but uh, really <laughs> LSU-Bama. Really LSU-Bama and Ole Miss-Texas A&M is going to be the biggest yeah. matchups for SEC yeah. uh, football this upcoming weekend. So I, I think that about covers it, Reagan. Uh, hopefully LSU can come out victorious. Maybe you have some things Absolutely. interesting that happen uh, in the top ten with Washington, USC, and and Missouri and Georgia. Um, maybe Clemson, Notre Dame. We'll see uh, some big matchups there. Kansas State goes to Texas. We'll see uh, oh, if be- Texas. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a good game. Um, we'll see if Texas can be able to. Um, pull off the win there. They're only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So there, there's some good ranked matchups this weekend, and, and they're very close spreads. They're very close spreads outside of the Georgia game, which, again, like I said, I think I think Missouri would cover. Um, but some big matchups in this game. Uh, Reagan, let's go ahead. Let's take our final break, and then when we get back, we will wrap up the show and, and maybe hit on a few more comments. We'll be back right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, we're back. So Ryan said he thinks Texas a and is beating Ole Miss and that USC is beating Washington. Wow. That'd be that'd really be, that'd be, that'd be pretty That'd be cool. It'd be really awesome if LSU won as well. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Um, He's got uh, Missouri losing to Georgia in a close one uh, because of lack of depth. Can't disagree with you there. Um, Notre Dame in a route and Oklahoma beating Little Brother by a touchdown. Reagan, it's been a good show. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate all you guys. Um, it It is the big week, the first weekend in November. Uh, it feels like it's the weekend we all wait for every year. It's the big rivalry game. Um, yep. And, man, it always has these implications, playoff implications, SEC West implications, Heisman uh, you know, implications. It's a huge game. Let's hope the Tigers can go into T-Town, knock off the Tide, and put themselves right back into the conversation and in the mix of the college football playoffs while also solidifying – a Heisman run for JD5. Really looking forward to it. And we'll discuss all of it and recap everything that happens this weekend next time uh, on the Tigers Avenue. We'll see you here on Monday. Bye, so here, take us out. Peace. Peace.